And we're going, we don't need roads. Yeah. I'm telling you my story, man. Yeah. I'm drunk, show what? Beautiful, I'm drunk. Show me the money. Show me you the talk. Money. Give me two. Yeah. Because it feels good right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do me, do me, do me. Gotta show me the money. Yeah. Here we go with another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. I'm Sean Macy, and in Studio One with me today is Jason McDonald. Hello, everybody in the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party day. Yeah, I'm happy. Oh I'm happy to be here, actually. Good, yeah. It's been a yeah. long week for you? Yeah, been a really, 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 really long week. Do we need the hug already? Maybe. It usually happens I, is after, that an offer? I was going to say, it usually happens after uh, you know, two drunk guys in a bucket. <laughs> we always hug after that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'll, let me tell you about my week. Oh, I didn't ask for sure. <laughs> I know. I look after kids. <laughs> that's oh, that's your week, is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, and also I've been uh, off... Alcohol for the week as well. Well, this will be exciting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I've been on water as I um, as I open my Coasty Lager. Oh yeah, nice. Another Six Strings products. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, I love them. They released a new one this week. Did you see on uh, Instagram? No, I didn't actually. Uh, it's a red IPA. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's been around for a little bit, but no, this is a brand new one. Oh right. Well, it, like it was because they were just releasing it on on um, Instagram. I took some mates down to uh, their brewery, actually, uh, on the weekend, and we had a few beers down there, and it's great. Yeah, good atmosphere and good food, too. Yeah, I'm going to head down there one day. Yeah, we'll just wait for the invite, and then... <laughs> yeah, I will. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so how was your week? <laughs> yeah, so if anyone tells you that looking after children is easy, it's, it's not. And yeah, so you're and, like a Mr. Mum. Well, I am, um, but you know, it's a new world. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so I just brought it back to a movie, okay? Michael yeah. Keaton, Mr. Mum. Yeah, but they were they were different times. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, look, it, it's been fine. But I even drop them, I drop them off for school during the day. But you get five hours to yourself, and that five five hours disappears so quick. So quick. So yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, I, I, I actually thought well, I'd watch a lot watch, of films. You only watch six episodes of TV in five hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they got a nap in there as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought that I would at least go and see a couple of films. But when you start thinking about the times that these films start, yeah, there aren't many that start at ten o'clock, ten thirty, no. and they're usually of the variety you don't want to go and see. They so say the other ones start at twelve. They go for uh, maybe up to two, and then you've got to rush back to try and pick up people. So it's just not uh, feasible. Rush. Yeah, hard. Really hard. But apart from that, life's really good. <laughs> I'm in a positive place. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Well, you want to know about my week? I don't know which one's better, actually. Now tell me about your... I had a good week. All right, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my week was um, traveling to Shepparton, which is in regional Australia. So right, just to yeah, give, you a, yeah, give you a, um, a, a reference point, yeah. uh, let's say Adelaide is your asshole, <laughs> and Sydney is your balls. 
Right. It's the area in between. The guy just goes so wrong. Yeah. You're misappropriating Everywhere. Something. Yeah, okay, let's just move on. <laughs> but uh, okay, no, but that's, uh, that's, I know, yeah, it's been, it's been fun for you. It was different. But it was, it was, the, well, can I tell you the commute? Is that the first time you've been to Shepparton? No, it isn't actually. I've been there uh, once before. Okay. But the commute from door to door yeah. was eight hours. Best case scenario, eight hours. From door to door? Yep. Well, like, as in not to also, you're, are you counting also returning or this is just no, getting? just getting there. So I go. Run through it? I go, um, I caught a bus from home to train station. Yeah. I caught a train from um, my ha- my. Sorry, I caught. <laughs> you right. I caught a train from uh, the local station to Sydney Airport. Yeah. I caught a plane from Sydney Airport to Melbourne Airport. I then caught a uh, a bus from Melbourne Airport to Broadmeadow Station, which is like a local uh, yeah. Melbourne station, about two two or three stations outside of. I imagine you're going to wait in between each one. Of as course, well. yeah, of yeah. course. And then there's a three-hour train trip from Broadmeadows up to Shepparton yeah. and then a taxi from Shepparton train station to my hotel. That is eight hours. Jeez. Yeah. Fun. And yeah. then you've got to work for ten, eight to ten hours and then... Yeah, well, I got there that night and then woke up in Shepparton oh, for a day's yeah. work. So you, you stayed know, so overnight. It's always nice to stay in a hotel yeah, it was like Yeah, but it was like the Bates Motel. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, you sent a text something about that. I mm. sort of just ignored it. Sorry. Yeah, I had a fight with a spider in the shower. It was all on, you know. <laughs> but no, anyone listening in Shepherd, and it's a great, it's actually a great a little city, really. It's quite yeah, large, yeah. really. Um, yeah, but anyway, it's just the commute was just unbelievable. Yeah. The only thing I was missing was a boat. Although yeah, I just got I'm thinking boat, about that, like so. a ferry or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just yeah. needed a ferry. In I caught a ferry during the week. I went over to where um, uh, Home and Away is filmed some, at Summer Bay, Palm Beach. Palm Beach. So where I live up on the coast, it, uh, it takes me a moment to get from – someone's just been murdered, I think, <laughs> uh, at the Bates Motel. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming uh, to you live from <laughs> Bates Motel, Shepparton. <laughs> where murder is frequent. <laughs> yeah, so if you head down to Etalong, Get a ferry from there and head over to Palm Beach. It's about 30 minutes. Yeah, it's like a stone throw. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. You yeah. actually has a line of sight through to, mm. to Palm Beach. Yeah. And uh, they were filming that day. If you're into Home and Away, yeah. uh, cool. I don't watch much anymore. Uh, but um, yeah, I just went to the boat shed and the boat house, I think they call it, and had a, um, a coffee. Coffee? Yeah. Nice. It's a beautiful part of, part of the world. It's, oh, amazing. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I should head across there just for an actual walk along the beach. I didn't go on the beach at all. <laughs> Right, okay. Yeah. Head to Summer Bay, don't go to the beach. Because you're that spoiled. We have beaches everywhere here. So well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I left from a beach to go to a beach. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that was lovely. So there you go. I added the boat portion to your trip that okay, week. Okay, cool. Yeah, we so covered... we covered yeah, trains, planes and automobiles <laughs> between the two of us. Uh, we walked, naturally we walked. Uh, we didn't skydive. I, I guess that's not transportation though, is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, look, people haven't tuned in to hear about us uh, and our – Planes, trains, and automobile. But they trips. have tuned in <laughs> to find out how um, Rain Man Rock did, and it went straight to number one. <laughs> it did, yeah. In uh, Galagenbone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was it uh, Frankie out there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, well, there's uh, only one person that lives out there, and he's listened to it. He's and listened it went to, to number it. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm sure it's on repeat in his house. <laughs> but uh, do you know what? I actually have. Um, 
another another song to play, and, and you already know what this is. But I don't think I don't think you know that I recorded it. And well, I'm, why, why am I being secretive? You and I went to see Alanis Morissette, yeah. and also my wife. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was one of the greatest uh, musical experiences of my life. Yeah, and we have been to a lot of concerts between the two of us. Yeah. <clears throat> you were just saying before, you just saw In Excess and Ice yeah, House. And range, yeah, Michael Jackson a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, the Bad Tour, I was lucky enough to go see that. Oh, wow, couple yeah. A couple of U2 concerts, a big, you know. But this was very intimate. Yeah. Wasn't it? Oh, it was just... literally Alanis Morissette and two acoustic gu- guitarists. Yeah, and they were using those guitars as drum sets oh. and she had a harmonica. Mm. It was just beautiful. And... I mentioned to you if you hadn't heard, if you haven't listened to her um, acoustic album, it's fantastic. I don't know mm, you I have did, yeah, yeah. Ne- since, mm. um, but it just sounded perfect. And and she made a joke about um, how you know <laughs> how somebody's you know lip syncing or not yeah. <laughs> about the faces they make, or, you know, <laughs> trying to get to her high notes and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, she was she was working hard. Look, she's still amazing. She's still incredible, and it sounded like just beautiful, like a. Mm. Better, actually, almost better than recording, which I, I know that sounds a bit weird, but sometimes the yeah. live voice is just so naturally beautiful that, yeah. And the beautiful thing about this is that, you know, during the 90s, Jagged Little Pill was obviously huge. Massive. Um, yeah. I had that on repeat between probably, you know, 97 and 99, whatever it was. So listening to her acoustically was almost a way to listen to it as a grown up. Yeah. You know, she's grown up and, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and... It was a very angsty album back then. It was kind of live rock, uh, a band behind her. Yeah. And it was a real rebellious album. Like every song I was like, you know, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck the system, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, and it really broke out. And, yeah, it's so true. Like, we're now 40-something. Yeah. Close to it. Yeah. In some, yeah. And, yeah, and it was just a really cool way to listen to it. You still have that feeling. So, so the one song that uh, I've brought into play is uh, the song from the City of Angels soundtrack. Yes. Um, Uninvited. Yeah. You know, the film itself, you, you know, I actually really love that film. Nick Cage, I know a lot of people don't like him. I thought, you know, he was, he was Nick well, Cage yeah, in that back film. Back then he was the hottest thing in Hollywood. Yeah, Meg Ryan Meg before Ryan. she went chop-chop over her face. And it was kind of a bit, uh, maybe it was almost ahead of its time, this one, because we hadn't seen something like this before, kind of. Yeah. And I had, when the song came up live, I had, I didn't... Um, relate this song to the movie i kind of forgotten yeah I'm right like, i yeah, love yeah. this song and then you leant over and said this is from city of angels i'm like damn that's right yeah i remember right. anyway uh look i'm not going to sing it i'm just going to let it play it's only uh like 40 seconds worth uh, so sorry this is a... something you recorded live on the night that's right on my phone so that's phone. so obviously it's not the as good as it would be but it doesn't sound too bad and it's fair to say we almost had no nosebleed seats like we were right yeah, up the we back we were right up the back yeah i think we only had another 10 behind us or something yeah. like that well that's sorry there was another tier actually oh that's but, true yeah, yeah but we're still uh, a fair way back yeah uh so this will give you an idea of really how good the sound was um but also the song if you if you don't remember what uninvited was um because you are just always stuck on jagger little pill which most people are yep this is a great song unbelievable yeah and, and it made me want to go watch the movie again yeah. i can't find it it's actually a tough one to, to find all right. yeah all right we'll take a listen
that is seriously just a beautiful song. Yeah, it gets me emotional just listening to it again. It's kind of melancholic, isn't it? Like, uh, yeah. You know, she never really lost that, I think, throughout her career. But um, being acoustic as it is, and I think the whole the whole song was acoustic anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it was so melancholic. It was, it was actually haunting and haunting. It worked perfectly for the movie as well. Yeah. Anyway, um, I hope I don't get well sued done. for that. No, no, well, you brought it back to a movie. That's good. Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, but you know what? Um, apart from that, can I go into what I've seen? Sure. Now, uh, Molly's Game, I know we're both either going to review together. We might do a little yep, review. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. You know, we'll see what we do. We'll talk about that um, in depth. But uh, I finished Frontier Season 2, which is on Netflix. This is the... Um uh, Jason Momoa, yes, TV Jason show? Momoa, yeah, and he, he's he's in it sporadically. This like they couldn't. He's obviously been off doing other things. Yeah, so he's in it every episode, but he's only in it for sometimes five to ten minutes in the first few episodes, and then he comes into it a bit more. Oh, later so he's on. not like the main player. Well, no, he or... first season he definitely is. Right, it's just that um, they've had to rely on other characters because yeah, I think he's, he's been bigger than the show now. He's been yeah, <laughs> he's obviously been part of the contract, and they haven't killed yeah. him off. Uh, you know, spoilers or no spoilers. So, um, you know, we'll see if he stays for the, the next series. It's good. It, it like I do like it, but I could leave it. Okay. I wouldn't give it another thought, really, if, if I didn't have to watch it again. Is that on Netflix? That's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, season one was good. But it's funny, I just don't recommend it to anyone. Yeah, okay. I find it too hard to... It's more of a personal taste yeah, thing. definitely. Okay. Um, Suits uh, dumped a whole other 10 episodes on. Uh, of Netflix, yeah. So Netflix. this is the second half of season six. That's right, yeah. Which I haven't seen either. So Okay, cool. I have season seven and I've just got to knock over those ten. So did you watch them all? Or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're pretty quick and easy to watch because it's one of my In fast In the five forward. hours between the kids? Or? No, look, I, I stay up really late. If I need to watch anything, I'll, I'll sit up to, you know, one in the morning. Yeah. And then get up at five or six again. Just, you know. Well, you don't have to front up. For work at the moment. That's right. So. No, no, that's exactly. I don't have to look the part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I, have you I, thought of moisturizer below your eyes? Uh, or? <laughs> uh, also, I smash out maybe um, two or three episodes. Such uh, a great show. At I night. love watching that. It is. I'm a bit off the boil on this one again. Okay. And this is this actually comes into play here because I've had a chance to watch a fair bit since our last episode because yep. we obviously had a special episode in between that. Uh, I watched Dirty Money, which is a um, documentary, yeah. uh, and it's. A series, um, documentary series. The the main one that I've watched is about the pharmaceutical world and and how they basically uh, rig the market to make everybody else, even if you don't take drugs, to make you pay. Yeah, to force the prices up. Yeah. Yeah, through insurance companies and things like that. I'm not going to go into it too much, but it's really interesting because if it wasn't the pharmaceutical company, you could apply that to any other of the big corporate greed. Corporate greed. And so we I watched, pay for it. Yeah. And I watched the uh, Volkswagen one. The oh, first, yeah. First episode. Because you, you talked about it off yeah. air. And so I've, I've been traveling a lot. So I've had a lot of uh, a lot of time yeah. to watch stuff. So I watched the first episode. And yeah, really, really well done. Yeah. And really thought-provoking. And, you know, it does make you quite angry. Yeah, cool. We'll try and get to that pharmaceutical yeah, one as yeah. you can. Because that is was that my like, favorite. Where, where's that in? Is that two, three, four? Three or? episodes. Yeah. And we get, the thing is with these ones, you can go to any of them. And the thing is that the well, the first one for me was an hour and ten minutes. Like it was, it yeah, was a little bit longer than like a forty-five minute kind of docker or an hour. It's just that little bit longer, you know. Almost, you definitely get your money's worth. <laughs> almost movie, movie length, yeah. 
Uh, so we did that. So sorry, that was uh, Dirty Money, so worth checking out. Yeah, so yep. Dirty Money. I, I didn't mind the other ones, but I, the, the pharmaceutical one was the, the, the great one. Okay. Now, by this point, Frontier Suits, I was a bit sort of upset because I just, I don't know, nothing was hitting me. Like Suits was great the first few seasons and I've really gone off the boil. Um, and as I said, it's a fast forward show for me. So there are parts in it where I know I'll fast forward and they have just increased as the whole thing's gone on. So I watch 10 minutes and fast forward the rest of the sort of 30. Yeah, see, I, I, I struggle with your theory here of fast-forwarding. I don't quite get it. I know. Like, I, I get it, but I don't – no, you would – naturally, you would go off the boil with it because you're not absorbing other things about it. Like, well, no, I fast-forward from the first season. As soon yeah. as I know where a guy and a girl are having a relationship moment. Yeah. It's, that, not how, it's not how I watch TV. So no, no, of course. Movies, really, so. But um, But uh, I'll, I'll just fast-forward through it. I don't need to see it. I know what they're getting – they want out of it. And I want to go into why I'm watching the show, which is usually about the law and mm. him being smart and all that sort of stuff. Um, the other the other bits are written in, yeah, you know, to give a little bit of flavour to Phil, the character, yeah, but they're filler. I, I get that. Yeah. I, I get it. <clears throat> but you're either into a show or you're not for me. Otherwise, you just want to find out answers, I guess. You know, I don't know. Just doesn't work. Doesn't work the same way with me. Like I, yeah, yeah, I couldn't enough. do that. You know, I, I I just won't watch it. Yeah, fair enough. I guess, yeah. There we go. Everyone's different. So I was a bit, I was a bit sort of like, oh, what am I going to do? There's nothing really to watch. I went and grabbed uh, Cell Block 99. Oh, yeah. Vince Vaughn. Yep. Because, you know, obviously he's taken a turn. And this, So this is a hard, hard R-rated prison drama with Vince Vaughn looking, you know, mad as shit. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, it's, it's, it is, it's a drama glorified action. Yeah. It's hard, to, it's hard to put it in any box, really. And it was weird, and I loved it. I loved every moment of it. Yeah? Yeah. Absolutely loved it, because it just shocked me into... It wasn't just his performance. Like, I knew what to expect going in watching it. Yeah. With him. But everything else about it was really gruesome, when it had to be. It yeah. wasn't gruesome the whole time. It was only gruesome in particular moments, and it was uh, for effect. Yeah, and that's the way it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and... I just didn't expect the prison to be the way it was and how it was set up. Like, you have to watch it. I don't want to give mm. anything really mm. away. Yeah, but, I, ju I just got my copy two days ago. Yeah, but it was it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Again, I don't know if you can rec – I can't recommend it. But to you, I can because well, you need, you yeah, need to see it. it. It's a hard R, so that won't be for everyone just there, right? Yeah. But, uh, look, it's amazing that it's a director video, yeah? Well, that's right. But and the thing is it's hard to say catch it in transit or catch it uh, mm. just on free to air because it probably won't be on any of those. No. Because of its hard R. So you, you're going to have to grab it when it comes out on either Netflix or... Home Ends. Or Home Ends, Which yeah. is now, yeah. Which is now, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then I went to Battle of the Sexes and Snowman. Okay. I went, right. Yeah. I, went, I went on a downturn <laughs> for both of those. Yes, of course. Battle of the Sexes... And I'm gonna get. I'll do. I'm actually gonna do a review, a one of our on the fly reviews for that. So yep, I won't cool. say too much about it right okay. now. But I was just a bit blasé. Uh, Snowman. I know that you had already forewarned me. Yeah. That uh, it wasn't. You know, going to be the film I th wanted it to be. So I went in expecting that. And still didn't meet your expectations. Well, it's funny. I didn't actively sit there and think, "Oh, this is crap," but I realised that I wasn't engaged. I wasn't fast forwarding. I was just walking around cleaning the house and so walking back to the TV you, yeah. and going, are oh, they moved on? No. And, you know, I was probably missing key things, but I just didn't care. 
Yeah. So this was in, in our um, What's Not Hot in episode 13. Yeah. And one of our regular listeners, uh, Joey, actually um, wrote back to us saying, uh, thanks for the advice, but I'm st- still going to watch it because the book was great. That's right. right. Yeah, maybe maybe she can send us an email or less, though, uh, if so she I'm actually gonna, saw the film. Yeah, because I reckon she'll she'll still won't like it, right? And yeah. now that you've seen the film, do you yeah, think yeah. she'll she might get something out of it or not really? I think if you've read the book, you, you you'll understand it better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You'll have more context as to what's going on, whereas I just found it a little bit slow. But I'll, I'll do another little review on that. Okay. Uh, but then. My week finished and I was picked up again. Yay, what are we on? Seven Psychopaths. Oh, yes. Yeah. So you picked up I one of my little gems. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, it was fun. It, it was, was good, great. Right. Um, How good Sam Rockwell again. Again, yeah. yeah. Uh, the whole cast is, oh, is brilliant. brilliant. So Christopher um, Walken. Christopher Walken uh, and all that. So, uh, you know, these are the sort of things that I, I might do, those little on-the-fly things. I saw you put out a few, which is good. Yeah, yeah. I put one out on Itonia and Three Billboards. Yeah, and nice. I definitely want to do one on Shape Well, you of saw Itonia before the rest of the yeah. country. Yeah, and definitely want to do one on Three Billboards and, and yeah, we'll start to put them out a little bit more. I think they're easier to digest, you know, yeah. um, for everyone. But that was me. That was me for what I you know, saw throughout the week anyway. Well, I can't wait for you to watch Ex Machina, which we've been recommending to you for a while. Because yeah, I get to that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because um, it's off topic a little bit straight up. But um, Annihilation has been screened to a few uh, – that's his uh, next film. Yeah. And that's been screened to a few uh, audiences and it's coming out – uh, the feedback is very, very positive as well. Yeah, so I'm really excited because uh, this seems like a, a bigger, more bigger budget. Not that that's everything. A lot bigger budget than X Machina. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with it, you know, yeah, what awesome. he can do with it. So I was in commute for, as you know, eight hours one way. So that was eight hours the other way. And then I also went back down to Melbourne as well. <laughs> so I've been tra- in transit Brilliant. <laughs> for all week pretty much. Yeah. So I've watched heaps. Now, I'll just fly through some and I'll stay on others, right? Yeah, sure. So this is what I knocked over. Um, obviously, um, for those who don't know, American Horror Stories, My Roanoke Nightmare is now on Netflix. Oh, I've been it? waiting okay. for that. It has been out in America for a while now. So it's now on Netflix for any um, AHS fans. So I've started that and I love it. Um, the one that has really caught me by surprise, and I've watched the whole thing this week, and I highly recommend it to anyone who likes true crime, and that is a new series called Manhunt, and it's focusing on um, the Unabomber, and it stars Sam Worthington. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Paul Bettany. And, okay, yeah. Yeah, Paul Bettany plays yeah. the Unabomber, and it's an eight-part series. It goes for about 45, 50 minutes per episode. Yeah. And it is engaging. Like, it is good. Yeah. Now, now, I've heard nothing but positive yeah. things about it. Yeah. Now, that's different to Mindhunter. It? It's not like that. It's just an, e- it's an easier watch. Sorry? It's got Mr. Big in it, Yeah, it? Chris, Chris, North. Uh, Chris North. Yeah, yeah North. Uh, look, really good cast, really well acted. Um, look, Sam Worthington, he's actually quite good in this, to be honest, because I'm, I'm a little bit hit and miss with him sometimes. Yeah. His accent is a little bit off for he's, American He has accent. never had a great American right. accent. Yeah. So, he d- look, it's still the same, to be honest. Sorry, Sam. It's but just the no, truth, no, buddy. Well, it's, yeah, it's true. <laughs> However, he's acting, though. Forget about his accent. Yeah, yeah, his sure. His acting in this movie, in the show, sorry, is really, really good. Yes. And yeah. he plays this kind of a, eccentric linguist, linguistics expert. And it's very cool. It's oh, very, good. very cool. The way they've done it, yeah. I'm very impressed. And at the end of it, I was like, nothing but praise. All right. So, I'll, I'll watch it then because I'm looking for something else at the moment. 
and you'll fly through it. Yeah. Um, so anyone who's into cr- true crime, go check out um, Unabomber yeah, cool. straight away. Uh, the movies, I've knocked over a few movies. Um, oh, sorry. Well, movies, there's in docos as well. So I watched uh, Gaga. Uh, five foot oh, two about so, Gaga. Yeah, it's just a documentary on Lady Gaga. Five foot two, really interesting. It really uh, shows a lot more about her. So if you're actually into her, yeah. well, I'm sure you've already seen say, it. If you are, uh, yeah, you, you've really, you really did travel a lot <laughs> to get to Gaga. Well, yeah, like I'm just intrigued by looking at celebrities and what they're like behind closed doors. I'm very intrigued by that. No matter who you are, right? So here's the difference between you and me. You will watch that because it's behind the scenes whereas to me they've just filmed this and set it up sure and I get the process behind it but I still get an insight to who they are even if it is filtered and or produced right sure it's a it's a different view as to what they've been putting out into the public correct okay yeah I'll accept it's it's a less edited version yeah I know that it's still edited no no it's fine it's fine it's a less edited or filtered version I accept that answer yeah And, and, (laughs) and to be honest with you this particular doco is actually quite transparent to be honest there's things in there that i was very very surprised that she left in there because i'm sure she had final say yeah right. wasn't it, i right? you know what? i actually really like her mm. by the way mm. i think she's amazing when she did that oh, um music video with beyonce whatever yes. that song was oh yeah that was with just the, brilliant oh, that was amazing yeah. uh, the telephone song. the telephone yeah. song <laughs> <laughs> oh my god big gaga yeah. fans <laughs> yeah luckily there's no 20 year olds listen to us otherwise i'd be like going no uh, <laughs> it's called Whatever it's called. Ring, ring. Yeah, that was the one that Quentin Tarantino directed. Oh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it was very... And he uh, bought in the pussy yeah. wagon for it. Yeah. Oh, God. The only thing um, I, know, I know about telephone songs is, you know, Dr. Dre. Ring, ding, dong. Ring, <laughs> ding, 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 dong. Keep your head ringing. Oh, look, he's singing to me. Uh, I also watched uh, A Futile and Stupid Gesture. So this is oh, for that popped fa- up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it might be weird, but this is purely for fans of um, uh, National Lampoon's his- oh, right. history. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like a biopic on the National Lampoon's. Okay. Uh, it's quite interesting. Sorry. The creator or the whole? Yeah, no, process. the creator. Two creators. Yeah. Um, two guys, and um, it has Will Fort, who's one of them. He's a comedian, uh, and it's also got who's uh, a guy out of uh, at, um, About Time. Star Wars? I keep forgetting his name. About time. Yeah, he's, he's in heaps at the moment. Um, I don't know what about time is. Yeah, it's a, it's a, the rom-com uh, with uh, Rachel McAdams. Oh, jeez. Yeah, everyone out there is going, the man you're looking for is Domhnall Gleeson. <laughs> <laughs> so it's also oh, got... Oh, the redhead. Yeah. So All you got... had to say is the redhead that's in everything. Right. Well, he's in this, and he and he's got a wig, so it's not redhead at all. Right? Oh, right, okay. Yeah, so look, you know, this is purely for good. fans of Animal House. Um, he's vaca- in my National Lampoon's Vacation, I guess. It's just, it was. I find this kind of stuff interesting, historic, kind of how it all started. Yeah, you know, it was kind yeah, of like sex, that. drugs, rock and roll a little bit. Perfect. But they made like a millions and millions of dollars just off doing comics and stuff like that that turned into movies. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. purely for fans for like, if you liked Animal House, check it out. If you don't, don't worry about it. Uh, I watched um, The Open House, which is also on Netflix. This is just a thriller. Uh, don't bother. No. It's like a real slow creep thriller. Yeah. It's so slow, nothing ever happens. It really <laughs> frustrated me. So for me personally, that didn't work Do you know what me. helped? What? Fast forwarding. 
Yeah. 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 And do you know what? <laughs> I fast forwarded it. Yes. <laughs> No, but hang on, Jay. If you fast forwarded, maybe that's why you didn't get the whole thriller. Maybe they meant it as a build up to. The second act is so emotional. No. Oh, how the what? tables have turned. Uh, I watched the first half like it was like in slow motion and nothing was happening. I'm like, all right, I'm not really into this film, but I do want to see what if there is a twist at the end. So I did cue fast forward and nothing, still nothing happened. So yeah, that was that. Uh,. I watched I, Tonya for the second time, uh, which was great with the girls. Uh, I really enjoyed that for the second time, actually. I watched uh, Shape of Water, which I will reserve for our um, on-the-fly review uh, and obviously feature heavily at the Oscars, so that'll be interesting to see what I think. Uh, I also watched Happy Death Day again for the second oh, time. Yeah. That's, really enjoyed that's worth that. it. Yeah, just fun. I'm so happy with that film. Just fun. Uh, second last one I'll talk about is um, a documentary on Netflix called 7852. So this is for all f- real film buffs. Right. And it's a doco on the shower scene, classic famous shower scene in Psycho, Alfred Hitchcock's yeah, right. Psycho. It's just on that. Just on that. They break it down. And, and the is, reason is that why the it's timing? Called, yeah. Oh, sorry. The reason, yeah. No, the reason why it's called 7852 is it has in that – two-minute scene or whatever it is, has 52 cuts oh. and 78 setups, right? And that's why it's called 7852. Right. And they've got famous actors um, like Elijah Wood and all these people talking, talking about, about it. it yeah. It's all in black and white and they dissect that scene for an hour and a half. No, <laughs> it's like an hour and 40 minutes. And like, so you've really got to be into film or filmmaking or psycho to really get something out of it. Otherwise, it might be a tough watch. But if you are into that stuff, I highly recommend it because it's really quite um, interesting. And because uh, the w- one thing I'll say is when when Hitchcock filmed that film, fifty two edits or or cut edits in nineteen sixty three or whatever it was. Yeah. Was unheard of. Well, because he would have been most likely cutting on a Steinbeck yeah, or similar. Yeah, you splice, yeah. yeah. So 52 <laughs> cuts in a couple of minutes was just unheard of. And you know how hard it was when someone came into the video <laughs> store and their tape had snapped and we'd have to take the reel out and put it onto this little machine yeah, and just same, stick it back together. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a pain. I know, right? <laughs> anyway, 7852 Netflix. Check it out if any of that interests you. The last one I've got here... <clears throat> Which I wanted to save till last because, hello, the Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. So how this came about is they probably spent four or five million dollars on that Super Bowl commercial to trailer it. It came out of nowhere. Everyone thought it was going to be theatrical. Yeah. It was Paramount called it God Particle. Yeah. And it trailers as Paradox at the Super Bowl and then comes up at the end, Netflix tonight. Like how brilliant – is that marketing? How revolutionary is it too? It's amazing. I mean, and Netflix can push the barriers like that with yeah. uh, with their model. Um, yes. Have you heard the reviews? Well, I've seen it. Well, I watched it. That yeah, but, if, but have you heard oh, feedback? No. Uh, no, I haven't actually. I've I, been completely away from that. I haven't heard one positive thing about oh, it. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. Should I watch it from your point of view? Because you've seen it. I don't mind the Cloverfields. Yeah. You know, I don't mind them at all. I really like 10 Cloverfield Lane. We spoke about that last yeah. last time. But um, Stuck in a basement thing. Look, with... it's different to that. It's yeah. more, very much more sci-fi. It's on a space station. It feels a little bit more alien. Okay. More aliens. Yeah. Um, 
but it still gives you something towards the Cloverfield universe. Yeah. Uh, and it's got pretty good actors in it. You had a couple of known names. Yeah. Uh, I didn't mind it. I Yeah, I didn't mind it at all. I was quite – I just liked – it got me excited because I thought I had to wait – still wait a couple of months for the theatrical release. But in actual fact, um, it was there for me that night. So I popped it on. Put it yeah. this way. It's a $25 million film production yeah. budget and Netflix paid $50 million for it. And what was the production budget? 30, 25 million. 25 million. So okay. imagine a sci-fi film, which is kind of heavy in special effects for 25 million. Yeah. That's kind of what you get. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe Netflix was the right platform for it and maybe that's why it may not have ever been able to survive theatrically, to be honest. But I'm watching it as if it's on Netflix. That's where my, yeah, exactly. my mindset is. So yeah. I actually thought, oh, that was good. But if you're watching going, oh, you know, Cloverfield, you know, it's the next... It's the third one. Yeah. But it's actually not. It's a prequel, by the way. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know what? It's just so confusing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they love that. The, yeah, yeah. Cloverfield fans love that stuff, right? Uh, well, I love Lost, obviously, J.J. Abrams. Mm. I enjoyed the whole fact that I had to keep thinking the whole show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, you and I are not paid by Netflix. We should mention that. <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> we just – we love we – love, we love content and yeah. Netflix happens to be the best at that at the moment. Um, but I'm also going to give them a shout out <laughs> because, you know, you know, there are certain things in life that all of us have. They're little picky things. They just annoy you and, and, and you think, oh, why can't they just do this? Well, Netflix, without me even thinking about it, without it even really annoying me, just fixed it anyway. They fixed something I didn't know I wanted fixed. And what was that? But now that they've done it, it is the best thing that's happened since electricity. What? What is it? Skip recap, skip titles. Skip recap. Hang on, what? Explain. So do I know them? Maybe I don't even know what you're talking about. How do about. you not know? Well, talk to me. What is it? As soon as the um, the titles start coming up at the beginning yes, um, or, the, or a recap comes up, Oh, it yeah. comes up with a yeah, little yeah. box. Yeah, yeah, and you just you, skip. You click it, and it takes you right to the yeah the stuff. You don't have to watch all the stuff. All the fluff. Whereas yeah. before, you had all to the just wait or fast forward, mm. which is fine because, as I said, it didn't bother me. I just fast forwarded, play. But now it comes up and I click. Or obviously, if it goes from one episode to the next episode, it just starts without even giving you that option. Mm. Look, brilliant. The thing that's revolutionized my world, like literally my day-to-day world, is temporary download to your mobile device. Yeah. That, that obviously, I'm a commuter. I commute a, lot, a long way yeah. every day. So it's, that is a lifesaver. You know. Isn't it? Yeah, because you have yeah. a lot of black spots that you go through. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, I just I just want to give that shout out because yeah. that since it's been on there, <laughs> as I said, you, I, I never realized that there are things uh, that need to be fixed but they just fixed it. So while we're on um, Cloverfield, I, I do want to talk quickly about uh, the Super Bowl. Super Bowl is obviously known for all the trailers that they they premiere. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, did you catch all the trailers or? No, I saw one, I think, that you sent me. Okay. Well, let, let's, <laughs> let's go through the main yeah, trailers they premiered. Yeah, I watched premiered. all of the Super Bowl. Right. Whereas you would have seen all of the Super Bowl trailers. And, and not one bit of the Super Bowl. I couldn't bit. even tell you who won. <laughs> <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did know that. First time that they've won this trophy. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the trailers. <laughs> uh, so they, the big ones they did, uh, obviously, an Avengers spot. Uh, they did a Mission Impossible spot. Skyscraper, which is The Rock. 
uh, A Quiet Place, Spot, Jurassic World, and Solo, a Star, Star Wars story. That were kind of the big six. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Um, so Avengers didn't really add too much more. There was like a 30-second spot. Didn't really add too much more. Like we talked about previously, they don't really need to do too much. Yeah. Uh, Skyscraper was The Rock. Like, so they did a little teaser and then they did the full trailer. And, you know, it's from the, the same director behind um, San Andreas. Yeah, cool. Uh, which I kind of liked. Uh, so I'm kind of I'm into this. It looks like oh. Die Hard meets um, Towering Inferno. It's The Rock, mate. It's, yeah, and it's she, The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. At the moment, he's still. Oh, that's The Rock. <laughs> they spent a lot of money um, promoting A Quiet Place. Now we spoke about this on our um, best of. Uh, sorry, on our what to look forward to for 2018. Yeah. Uh, and this is the Emily Blunt, um, John Kaczynski film. Yeah. Uh, horror thriller. Like they had two Sounds full good, trailers. Yeah. So they spent like that's kind of 10 million dollars live in right a place there. where they can't talk yes that one yeah. yeah so yeah that looked great uh, they did another jurassic world which was a little bit more fleshed out that was pretty cool yeah then they we saw the first footage of solo so yeah. have you seen this no, one yet? no wow yeah. that's amazing so and then and that was it oh sorry and then mission impossible fallout right oh, so out of all those trailers because i watched them all and a couple of times yeah how many um, what movie do you think what trailer was the best for me any idea? Out of all of those? Yeah. No, I don't know. The one that cut through the most for me, yeah. like quite easily, the best trailer out of all of those yeah. was Mission Impossible Fallout. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. Uh, That's great. That's good news. <laughs> it looks amazing. I, yeah. I can't wait. We want to, we want Tom to succeed. Yeah. So um Solo was a little bit underwhelming, but still, you know, more of a teaser. Um, and I didn't mind Skyscraper. Yeah. Then this week after, after uh, back on trailers, yeah, yeah. this week after the Super Bowl, we had Deadpool 2. Yes. And Venom. Oh, so, yeah, I saw both of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, Deadpool 2, as you know, is fantastic. They're just yeah, brilliant. Unreal. <laughs> so good. It's yeah. so funny. Uh, so I'm going to go see that. Um, I don't know. When's the earliest I can do this? When's it coming oh, that's out? That's a May, May release. Oh, God. You've got to get me into one of your previews. Yeah. I'll, but... I'll try and do that. <clears throat> no, no, I will. Okay, awesome. It's going to be... It's also Dickie's favourite film as well, so <laughs> I'm going to have to get three tickets. Well, you two go, and I'll stay And we'll back. tell you about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah look, Deadpool 2 looks amazing too. And Venom was a teaser, so it really didn't give you a lot. Yeah, you didn't see much of Venom, Tom did Hardy you? Going, <laughs> any of Venom. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen that in plenty of films of him doing that. So. Yes. Uh, brilliance. That's, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's 40 minutes a lot. That's my opening <laughs> statement right there. That's a lot. But we're going to move on to news. It happens. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest head shake of all time. Fudgy Australia. Fudgy is Australia's number one gourmet chocolate dipped strawberries and fudge company. Who doesn't love chocolate dipped strawberries? Everybody does, Jason. That's why they are on our show. Fudgy specializes in gift box delivery, corporate solutions, events, weddings, and wholesale gourmet fudge and chocolate dipped strawberries. Very cool. It is very cool. It's also very dry. What? They use dry ice to get uh, that. 
how they get it from the manufacturing establishment to the customer's home. Exactly. Without the chocolate melting. Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. They have mastered that technique. They've figured it out. They have. And it all arrives in Fudgy's beautiful signature gift packaging. Beautiful. Perfect for gifts, right? Perfect for gifts. Their Moe and T2 gift hampers are also among their best-selling range this year. Hang on, so they deliver alcohol and tea? Alcohol and tea. Can you imagine those nights when you're sitting around thinking, wow, I need some alcohol? Oh, every night. (laughs) Every night. (laughs) And you're like, you know what? Someone just sent me Fudgy's latest signature package, and it has Moe in it. With some fudge. Some people call it Moe, do you know that? It's Moe for me. Is it? Moet? So you could actually use Fudgy Australia when you're really in trouble with your partner. You could do that. Yeah, this is brilliant. The most popular flavour Australia-wide is... Strawberry. Chocolate mints. No. Yes. That's my favourite. I know, it's my favourite. That, that's so weird. I would never have picked chocolate mint, but then both of us love that the most anyway. I know. So it completely makes sense. What, what did you think my favourite was? Banana. Ugh. <laughs> chocolate mints. Australia's wow, most popular flavour. I've learned something. <laughs> something smells a little fudgy. Suss them out at www.fudgy.com.au. That's www.fudgey.com.au. And if you mention Off Topic, you will receive $10 off your next order. Oh, as in us? Us. Yeah. Mention this show, baby. Cool, cool, cool. And you're going to get $10 off. Make it rain. Exactly. Keep those $10. Send it to us. We need the money. <laughs> now, don't forget, they ship nationwide. Yeah. All around Australia. And what are you going to be doing for your wife this Valentine's Day, Jason? Well, I think I'm going straight to www.fudgy.com.au. Like- Can you send my wife some as well? <laughs> so, hang on. This, this is awesome, man. This is like a breakthrough. You have chocolate-dipped strawberries, fudge, assortments all over the place, and uh, moe, or tea, specialised tea, sent to your doorstep in beautiful packaging. You can. As like a hamper. That's right. I mean... And all it takes is a few clicks. And that is exactly why they are our sponsors, because it's amazing. That's right. You mentioned off-topic, it's even more amazing, because you will get $10 Ten off. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten bucks. Their exciting Valentine's Day range will be available to view online this week. News. It happens. Now, this is uh, usually an area where you run with it. But I actually came to the table with two... Oh, you've done some work this topics. week, have you? They sort of came along. I thought, you know what, when I, when I read things, I'll uh, post them to my notes cool. <laughs> and then see if I remember where they are. <laughs> and so you do down. have time, <laughs> even with two kids. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, so, so what do you got then? Well, one is a TV show I was watching a little while ago, uh, which you've already seen, Big Little Lies. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and obviously the announcement. And this is a little bit further back, but... Nice, uh, but we were um, we've been well, we've sort of been off, I guess, uh, since it's been announced, and that is that Meryl Streep is joining the yeah. cast. Like, hello. Yeah, what, when they're winning awards and being one of the best female-driven television I, shows I out there, yep, yep. how do you how do you better that? Oh, I know. <laughs> we can we can add twenty-three time nomination. Meryl Streep. And the the only way that they're going to better this again is by getting Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks in drag. (laughs) 
Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. To play a, well, you know, that, I'll take that back. Not, to, not in drag, but to Robert play. Robert De Niro was the father or something. To play someone transgendered. Right, okay. Just to... That's what, yeah, because you're going to have one of the best actors, but you've already got one of the best actors, mm. uh, female, so now we're going to get Tom I Hanks can't, Oh, look, I can't wait. I mean, I've, I've raved about this show for a long time, yeah. and, and then the show's great, but the acting is just amazing. I still haven't finished it. Finished yeah, it. It's, and look, it wasn't the easiest watch for me, to be honest. Yeah. But I likened it to True Detective in the fact that that was a bit of a hard slog, but when those end credits roll at the I, end I still of the season, it. yeah, it's. Uh, I've got it. I watched it. <laughs> it's uh, it's brilliant. You can't you know you can't help but love it. Yeah, so I'm very excited by that. So that's that's important news because uh, I think that will definitely get people tuning into the second season if they haven't seen the first Already, season. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> second of all, and I'm I'm sorry if this might be on your list, but. Um, <laughs> Danny McBride. No, it's not. Okay, good. Danny McBride is Dundee's son. I call him Dundee McBride. Or is he? <laughs> Something happened there the last two weeks. Yes. The trailer was released where everyone, including me, mm-hmm. thought, amazing, they're going to make another Crocodile Dundee with Danny McBride as the, I'm going to say, long-lost son, American son of... Mick Dundee. Yeah. And it all turned out to be fake. It all turned out to be absolutely fake. Tourism Australia. <laughs> yes. But, so Tourism Australia, yes, they've created this whole ad campaign uh, for the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, around... Leading up to the Super Bowl and then premiered the full trailer at the Super Bowl. Genius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was absolutely brilliant. Massive campaign. Yeah. Everyone generally would know about it. Yeah. What I like about it is that everyone was so disappointed. Yeah when they heard that it wasn't actually going to be a real film, that people are starting to talk about, well, Petition, yeah. why don't we do it? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Everyone was really excited by it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the question now But the is, truth, though, is you can't have Hugh Jackman and Chris Hemsworth and Margot Robbie and Isla Fisher, Isla Fisher. In, you know, that, that's just not realistic. And it doesn't really make sense from the movie point of view. But having Danny McBride plus... Someone? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Bring him in. I mean, I'm happy with Chris Hemsworth playing uh, that character. Sure. Keep him in, you know, because he's a, he's a big recognisable overseas character. Um, then maybe one more. That's it. Probably Margot Robbie would be great as the love interest. Yeah. That'd be nice. Look, yeah, Tour- Tourism Australia probably spent $50 million on this, maybe more. Who knows? You know? And what they need from that is people coming to Australia. Yeah. So did that get through? To the the eyeballs that watched it on the Super Bowl and and the, you know leading up to that, yeah, are people going to go? Oh, that looks pretty. I want to book a flight to Australia. That's yeah. what because that's at the end of the day that's, that's what, they what want. it's all about. Now yeah. us movie buffs are loving it because of yeah. exactly the conversation we're talking about. We're seeing our favorite actors yep. in this kind of mock up uh, trailer <laughs> or movie, and it's awesome. But will Joe Blow from Texas want to get on a plane and come to Australia? You know what? If he doesn't, that's fine. As long as he spends money on watching this film when it comes to the cinemas <laughs> at least three times and put money back into the Australian <laughs> film industry. <laughs> so it's a green light. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so they're, they're the two that I had. There you cool. Go. All right. Well, they're not bad for your first go. Uh, <laughs> Old, but Baby yeah. steps, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I had... Um, Fuck you. <laughs> so I got a couple of little things. Um, do you know that the they're making a Joker solo film? 
Yeah. Right? You know, well, I think we yeah, kind of yeah. know this. Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. And it was DiCaprio that was being spouted as um, possibly playing that character. Maybe that was rumours early, early yeah. on, but like literally today it's come out that uh, – so the guy behind the movie will be Todd Phillips. Yeah, okay. He's the director of um, The Hangover, yes. War Dogs. When you uh, said that, I was like, Due oh, Dates. Yeah, he's a comedian yeah. director, yeah. comedy director. He's behind uh, the Joker, a uh, Joker solo film, solo film, and he is eyeing out. He really wants. You ready for it? Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker. Now, how they do this is, if he gets his way, that would that would be its own film, and then um, uh, who plays Joker in? Jared Leto. Yeah, thank you. Jared Leto would still be in Suicide Squad Two, for example. Yeah, right. It doesn't really make sense to me, but that's what yeah. they're thinking. Because maybe it's a prequel, maybe who knows what the hell it is. But yeah, so first first thing I've got is Todd Phillips. He's a bit hit and miss for me. Yeah. Because he did Hangover, which is brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. He did Hangover 2, not so not so brilliant. Yeah. He did Hangover 3, really not so brilliant. <laughs> he did Due Date, not the uh, best. Uh, yeah. You know? A couple um, of moments, but... Yeah, yeah, a couple of moments, exactly. Uh, so, and he's a comedy director, not a, well, unless it, he sees this as a comedy. Oh, no, it's not Thor. No. Now, what do you think of Joaquin Phoenix as a Joker? Seriously. If, okay, if you gave me the Batman world with the more recognisable um, villains, I would have put him as Penguin. Okay. I wouldn't have popped him in as the Joker, but... Who knows? Like, people can do some great things. Put it this way: he, like, I think it's. Um, I think I have a case when I say he's one of the greatest actors of our time today, going around today. I really believe that. Definitely. Yeah. Have you seen Al Pacino in uh, Dick Tracy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was good. Exhibit A, mate. That's... Yeah, that was very, very yeah. good. Um, yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah, came across that uh, again just uh, while redoing some research. Oh yeah, and uh, it's not pretty. Not pretty. No. So, some reviews on Joaquin's new film. This is again off topic a little bit. Sure. But um, on his new film, you were never really here. Yeah, is what it's called. Yeah. It's like a, a um, Jason Bourne, but like complete art house grounded. Right? No, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a, a hitman, and. The reviewer said his performance in this is almost the best acting I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And if he was nominated, if this was only two months ago, he would have been nominated for the best actor and he would win. But so whether that can carry over the next year, I don't know. But, but does he get a snot bubble? <laughs> Mm-mm, girl. <laughs> Maybe he Viola gets a Davis. snot bubble. That's know, all I'm going to say. Yeah, is yeah. Like, she, she raised the bar when she was in like midst of that sort of – Anger, screaming, crying. And she thought, how can I get this, like, Academy and all that sort of stuff? Snot bubble. Snot bubble, yeah. It raised the bar. Yeah. Meryl Streep Just has a little bit larger than yet. a jawbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> Lolly. <laughs> Done. Uh, yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> we're being silly. But, yeah, any, I, I'm kind of a little bit intrigued by Joaquin. It definitely would have been my first choice. But, hey, we'll see what happens there. Moving on. Um, Shazam officially kicks off production today. Uh, a couple of days ago when this podcast comes out. Shazam, the yeah. remake So this is the of... new DC film, the next DC film after Aquaman, right? And eh? isn't, this, isn't this a remake of Shaquille O'Neal? Oh, I don't know whether yeah, whether that's even in the DC universe. I guess it could be, but <laughs> yeah. 
But so what they're doing here is this is the one that stars um, Zachary Levy. Right. Le- Levy from Chuck. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, mate. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Love him. Hmm. Um, and it's directed by, this is a bit weird, uh, David F. Sandberg, who did Lights Out and Annabelle. Okay. Both great films. Yeah. Uh, Annabelle too. sorry. Both great films, but I don't we quite know where Shazam, Shazam fits into that. <laughs> uh, but what's, I kind of get where they're going. So it's actually about a kid with superpowers. When he does the Shazam, he becomes the adult version of himself, but with powers. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, but he's still a kid, but he's in an adult body. So I get the Zachary Levy casting now. Yeah. Because he can be goofy and kind of fun and let's have fun with these powers. I'm still a kid. Yeah. Like big, like Tom Hanks like, and big. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's he kind of has much... a very similar look yeah. in that respect. Yeah. It's yeah. actually like Chuck. Tom Hanks and big, but with superpowers. <laughs> Love it. All right. And there's also rumours of Superman being part of that whole film. Oh, okay. Yeah, like well, a... they've got to bring him in and out of different things. 100%. So they've got to save, save him from his own... <laughs> <laughs> Solo my last one is uh, one that hurts me a little bit, but uh, have you seen the whole Quentin Tarantino stuff that's come out in the last week or so? Yeah, I have been keeping up to date with that you one. You are, so you're up to date? Yeah. So for people out there, um, uh, Uma Thurman has come out and kind of had a crack at Weinstein and told everyone that what you know her experience, which is yeah. not unusual these days. Uh, every week there's another person coming out telling us these stories. But what also came out as a result of her... Um, talking about Weinstein is her what she feels she was very untreat, um, unfairly treated on the on the set of Kill Bill Volume 2 and where she felt that Quentin Tarantino forced made her yeah. drive this dodgy um, convertible along this dodgy road to get the shot, right? Yeah. And she was like, Quentin, I feel uncomfortable about this. Can't we get a stunt driver to do it? Can't we do green screen, whatever? Yeah. And he's like, no, no, you'll be right. Hop in the car, go. Yeah. Kind of, you know. So I didn't know any of this no. because I'm a massive fan of Kill Bill and Uma and, and Quentin. <clears throat> and I, I, the first time I'd heard of this, right? Yeah. Anyway, so then she had a rant about it. They actually then had a fight. Uh, like by the, before the end of the filming of volume, volume 2, they were virtually not talking to each other. And they they didn't talk to each other for years after yeah. this. I didn't know well, any yeah, of this. You know, uh, when, I don't, you may have read this, but when in the film when she has her face spat on, he did the spitting? Yes, yes. So and that comes like that. out of all of that. Yeah. And when she's getting strangled, it's him doing it. Yeah. You know, I don't, I'm not too so so concerned about that, that stuff. It's a bit weird. Yeah. But I'm okay with that. Um, to get the shot, you're the director. But to make someone drive in a dodgy car, and then, sorry, then on on her Twitter feed, you can see the uh, the footage of her driving his car. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't watch it, no. So the whole time she's been trying to get this footage off, um, I guess, the uh, Miramax. Yeah. Yeah? And they wouldn't give it to her. They wouldn't release it. And finally she's got it with all this Weinstein shit. Yeah. And it literally you see her driving this car and it goes out of control and hits a palm tree. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And you see Quentin come up and you, he's comforting her, going, I'm sorry, you okay? But, yeah. Anyway, very um, – very weird. And then out of all this, he's apologized to Uma. Yeah. And then the whole Roman Polanski comments he said 17 years ago came yeah, up. he's come out and he's apologizing for that now. He's, yeah, apologizing about that. And the, the woman who was, you know, raped. Um, yeah. It was underage. And it's, yeah, it's getting a bit messy, to be honest. Uh, yeah. He's kind of digging a hole and he keeps digging, get, you know, digging deeper. But anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, so watch that space, but all I, I mean, it's, I'm glad that he's apologized to Uma because it wasn't, it sounds like it wasn't right, 
But uh, I just hope that his uh, next film is not affected. I know that's selfish, but <laughs> that's the way I feel. <laughs> Say what again? What? Say what again? What? <laughs> Say what again? I double dare you, motherfucker! <laughs> Who are we? Shite impressions. <laughs> yeah, I can't pick that one. Shot impressions, motherfucker! <laughs> Did you not get who I was trying to go for? Well, um, I'm thinking it's maybe it sounds, I don't know, Samuel L. Jackson-esque. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think the only thing that gives it away there is maybe the, the mofo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> Nothing else in there. Yeah. <laughs> I should practice oh, that. We more. must be on shite impressions. <laughs> uh, now this week, to tie in with the announcement that I've read this week that Al Pacino may be involved in Quentin Tarantino's uh, biopic or just let's call it a new film, yeah? Because I I actually read that it's not not necessarily about Manson. It's about the time that that was happening. That will be interweaved into this story, I'm sure. Uh, And let's 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 fingers crossed that Al Pacino's in there. But I thought, what a great impression to have for our shy impressions. (laughs) Now, the, the hard part here is do you choose early Pacino? Or do you choose late Pacino? <sighs> yeah, because there, there is a distinct difference. Difference, yeah, there yeah. is actually. Or do you go <laughs> Scarface Pacino? Because really, that's a third category in its own. Yeah, and everyone does <laughs> Scarface, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, I don't know what you've gone for, and I remember that I went first last week. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So I think that you should go. And look, for anyone who hasn't listened to this. Basically, Jason and I are not the greatest with our impressions, but we love to give it a good darn go. We really do. So we'll go on, we'll research a little bit, we'll come and give you our best two lines each. You can be the judge. Who's the best? <coughs> okay. Well, I've, um, so I'm going first, am I? Is that what you want? Is that, is that what you want? Yeah, uh, clearly. Stop stalling. <laughs> <laughs> He's on to me. No, no, I'm actually going to do a line out of um, Heat. So um, Did you not research this? He's looking on his phone at the moment. It's no, almost no, no. like he's about to press play on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> now, the reason I'm doing this is I need to find his cross actor that he's acting with. So, yeah, Heat is a Michael Mann film. Al Pacino plays Lieutenant Vincent Hanna. First film that um, Robert and Al starred together in, Face yeah. to Face, uh, was uh, famous for that. And he's alongside, he's basically um, chastising... Hank Azaria? Uh, Hank Azaria, thank you. Oh, is that what you want to do? Is that one of the ones that you want to do? Yeah, but that's fine because I'll do it and I'll do it better. Oh, well, so I picked the one that, how can we both pick the same thing? That's weird. Go, go ahead if I don't... if. If I uh, think I can do it better, I'll do it better. If I don't, uh, you'll move I've got, on. I've got other ones. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, you've only taken two and a half minutes to get yeah, yeah. to this point. I'm good at stalling on this. <clears throat> okay, so uh, Vincent Hanna to... I <laughs> <laughs> just fucking knew it. No one cares. 1995 <laughs> Heat. Because she got a great ass. And you got your head... All the way up it. That's all I got. Is yeah, that all? No. No, 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 no. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good. It's all right. Uh, what are you gonna do then, smartass? What are you up for? Which one? 
Are you doing the same one? <sighs> you gonna walk out on me? You don't walk out on me. I walk out on you. Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco, yeah. Does he really say who are at the start? No, so no. I'll get into it. Right, okay. That's your... Uh... All right. All right. That's your okay. la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 oh, it kind of works. Yeah. I'm going to do that in my next one. No, that's still my thing. <laughs> it's, my, <clears throat> it's my thing. I'll go to. Okay, so this one is a bit different. This is a movie called And Justice for All, 1977. He plays a defence attorney and it's like a courtroom drama. Yeah. And he then goes against his um, the plaintiff, the, the defence. Uh, this is going to be difficult. This is You're heading into the uh, newer territory. No, no, 1977. What do you mean? The, his newer territory, like his, his lighter voice. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, ooh, is not going to help you <laughs> anywhere here. Ooh, ah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Hey, I'm yeah, out yeah. of order. <laughs> he got very, gr- what Sean's saying is he got very gravelly as, as the years went yeah, on. Yeah, it just sort know? of clicked. It's like he, he drank about 10 bottles of whiskey and got some razors and carved up his vocal cords. You need, like, crowd noise around this one, but I'll give it a go. Silence. <laughs> With silent I'm pretty ambience. sure someone that is really good at impressions doesn't need that. <laughs> My client, the Honourable Henry D. Fleming, should go right to fucking jail. The <laughs> son of a bitch is guilty. The man is guilty. That's good. I think I threw you off with the... You can't do old Pacino. It's a new Pacino. <laughs> I mean, we've got the hair the rattling thing is, and shaking. What and... people aren't going to appreciate, and I really hope they do, is that that was a mid <laughs> between gravelly and not. You really went for it. That yeah. was good. Yeah, well, like, I, com- I committed. You did. Yeah. Oh my god, that was that was. Uh, I'm I'm kind I'm, of, I'm overheating right now. <laughs> oh, I've woken up the neighbourhood too, right. by the way. Ooh ah, and she's got a great ass, and you've got your head all the way up it. No, I lost it. I lost it no, with the, all no. the way up it, man. I think you're better than me. You, you did it better than me. I can't believe you went for the same one. Oh, well, yeah, because I, I actually had a look at... So I went... I got three... Because I wanted to give almost a shout-out to three other lines. I, I, I forgot how. Like, this guy has got quotable. so many quotable lines. Oh, and yeah. um, I'm going to do quick impressions of these ones, <laughs> but I haven't practiced these ones. Anyway, I think your yours trumped me in um, heat. I'll have to listen to it back because uh, I think I lost it when I... It went, it went too far down my throat. Anyway... <laughs> Like I know what I'm doing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know it was you, Fredo. You broke my heart. You broke my heart. One. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me right back in. That was good. That was good. Was it? Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. I thought my other one was, I thought the first one was better. Like maybe delivery. I don't know. Mm, You had to be in a room. <laughs> I, felt, I, I, I had really goosebumps. Felt that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My then, goosebumps had goosebumps. <laughs> and then, of course, say hello to my little friend. I can't do that one. Can you do it? Uh, well, it was a little bit before it goes, okay, so you want to play that? <laughs> okay, say hello to answered, my little friend. You just answered my question. <laughs> That was the second worst impression I've ever done. Ever. <laughs> Say goodnight to the bad guy. 
This is the last time that you're gonna see a bad guy as bad as this. Oh my god, terrible. See what like we we should stay away from foreign accents. <laughs> you're just gonna break into Bruce Lee if you go in. <laughs> Say hello to my little friend. All right. Well, so anyway, can, I think some of that was okay. Yeah. Possible. Are, yeah. Maybe. Maybe Some not. of it was definitely shite. <laughs> At least we're uh, consistent. There was some shite impressions there. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on before I get, before I ruin it. <laughs> hey, that's in my top five. I ruined it. See why did I try it? That's in my top five. Hey, that's in my top five. <laughs> hey, that's in my top five. What are we? <laughs> I'm Adam Sandler's I'm Adam Sandler Al Pacino I'm just going to give up on those uh, shot impressions mate I think we should take that on the road <laughs> Yeah A road uh, out near Shepparton <laughs> Yeah And somewhere it has like 10 you know, seater stadium No I was thinking like roadkill And you know oh, We can perform to Anyway Tom Green style um, Yeah <laughs> Anyway, I, I, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> we're doing, where, where are we? We're oh, doing we're my in, top five. Hey, my top five. Yeah, mine. Where's mine? So we were thinking. Um, we so 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 we were thinking in line with uh, Molly's game, which we will review either on the fly or in in group uh, later on. Yeah, we'd look at maybe I don't know the top five gambling movies or you know gambling in film movies. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So it could be blackjack. It could be, you know, pokies, for example. It could be, um, yeah. uh, it could well, be yeah. horse gambling. It could be. Yeah, we can do gambling. I mean, you barred me from doing any sporting films. Uh, I wanted to do. What, what you do know, you mean? Well, you know, I, I, I want to do my top five sporting films. Conversation. Yeah, and then you said you called me up and said, "Hey, I put my foot down. This is my veto. I'm putting the I'm foot not doing it. down. Yeah, it's down. It's not happening. What not? Okay, that's fine. So I just decided to do my top five gambling. Sport films. <laughs> You're a... <laughs> hey, you said gambling. That's all. And sport is all about gambling, buddy. Oh, I didn't um, do it. I felt bad. No. I stuck to your bloody lists. And there could be a gambling sports film in there. That's okay, but... Well, it, it kind of is, actually, yeah. now that I'm thinking of it. But it wasn't <laughs> intentional. It was actually because no. it has to be in there because so, it's an amazing gambling film. Right, okay. And in fact, it sits at number two on my list. So, no, I'm intrigued. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm happy to go with the five, four, three, two, one. And, yeah, we'll uh, do honorables at the end. Yeah, honorables yeah, we'll at the end. Yeah, we'll fly through it. Yeah. <clears throat> what, was that, uh, what was that Will Smith film Focus? with Margot Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, right? <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. What was so funny? Nothing. nothing <laughs> you, you just got it before I finished it. <laughs> no. It's because it's one of my favourite films. <laughs> you're brilliant. <laughs> See, now that you've got time on your hands, it's just coming and you're not drinking, everything's uh, oozing out of that's you. That's the main thing. Cheers. Cheers. To my water. Yeah. Now, um, so let's just jump in. Number five, go. Okay, you ready? Yep. Rounders. 1998. Matt Damon, Ed Norton. Easy. 
you know, I get that it probably wouldn't be in most people's mm. top fives. It was very influential for at your age that you know, when That's it came right. out. Yeah, I was about twenty years old, so you know, it's in my core watching yes, time. Yes, I get it. Yeah, these were, guys were they were massive at the time. Yeah, like exactly. On their up and coming. Yeah, you were part of that. I process. saw it on VHS. Yeah, it, it just meant a lot to me at the time. So that's definitely got to be in there, rounders. Uh, four. Locks. Oh, you're doing all, your five of yours, eh? Yeah, yeah, just go. I thought I was going number five as Okay, well. fine. Yeah, okay. Five. <laughs> my Focus. number five is probably your number one, I betcha. No, I'm only joking. Um, my number five is Ocean's Eleven, 2001. Steven Soderbergh. Yeah. George Clooney. Matt Damon. kind of has to be Brad in somewhere, Pitt. right? Yeah, look, the first yeah. one was really cool. Really, yeah. really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mind 12 and 13. Yeah, 12 I didn't really like at all. Yeah. Okay. 13 was okay. Yeah. I, I, I'm I happy. I like those, I like those sort of crime caper and, and see how things unravel and, you know, I love all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Uh, even with the new film they've, they've announced, with you know, we've mentioned that Ocean's before. Ocean's 8. Yep. That's, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Number four, what'd you have? Lockstock, Two Smoking Barrels. Guy yes. Ritchie, of course. Yes. Again, 1998. Yeah, wow. And you've got Jason Statham, of course, in there. Uh, you know, some other actors who, you know, they're good. You know, recognize them for English films yeah, when they're out yeah. there, but no one to mention except for one of my favorites, uh, Vinnie Jones. Mm. When I say favorites, I'm not talking about as an actor. Like he, he, does, he plays his part. He's not the greatest actor, yeah. but he is as hard in life as he is in these films. Yeah. And if you are not sure what I'm talking about, just go onto YouTube or something and look up Vinnie Jones, football player. Because he was playing in one of the top leagues in England and he was the enforcer of those leagues. He would two-foot challenge, so jump off you know, the ground, lead with two feet into people's stomachs, <laughs> heads. Yeah, and he would do that over and over. And it wasn't like these days where you get a yellow card for being pushed over. Yeah, you, right. you had to basically break someone's leg for, to get a yellow card back when he played. He, he was in the Premier League, like first yeah, the, division. Well, or? well uh, yeah, he was in a first division. Right. Yeah. So he he was a lower league, but he's also played you know, like FA Cup things like that and worked his way up. So. Yeah. Yeah, he was a he was a nasty guy, and uh, he followed that through, and he he plays that perfectly. Yeah. In Lockstock as well. Great movie. I uh, I actually like Snatch. More than Lockstock, but really respect Lockstock. And well, a great, great choice. Yeah. 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 It's more about because it had a bit of gambling in there. So I thought yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. 100%. It. Yeah. So my next one, number four, is the only comedy in my, my list, actually. And this is um, The Hangover, which we've already spoken about tonight. Whoa, hear that thunder. The gods disagree with me. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know number two and three were horrible, but come on. No, the first one was great. <laughs> the first one was really, really good. Really fresh, really original. Um, great cast in Bradley Cooper, Zach Galifianakis. Yep. Kind of the birth yeah, of him yeah. in movies. Mike anyway. Tyson in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just awesome, man. Great laugh, but gambling. Plenty of gambling. Plenty of gambling. Yeah. yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, now, my number three is one you've mentioned already, and that's fine because it actually works out with how we feel about our films, uh, Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Uh, it is up further because, yeah, so it's I reinforcement. Love those sort of films. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your number three? My number three is um, I'm not sure if you'll have this one or not. It could be an honorable mention. My number three is I love this film. It's a um, remake quasi sequel of The Hustler, and it's Color of Money with uh, Tom Cruise and yeah, Paul nice. Newman. Good yeah. call, yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, I'm a, I love snooker as well, so that kind of helps, although this, they're playing um, Nine Ball. In this movie, I think it was. 
But um, yeah, it's uh, directed by Martin Scorsese. And something I can watch over and over again. It's just a great yeah. film. Yeah. yeah, it's easy to watch, isn't it? Mm. Um, that's why I am glad that it's at my number two. Uh, but I did uh, a job where I put The Hustler in before it because The Hustler is obviously the original. Oh, right. So The Hustler is your number two? Hustler slash The Colour of Money. Oh, cool. As, cool. A, as a duo. Oh, okay, right. So yeah, you're yeah. cheating like I do, but that's yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it really needs to be in there because you know, the same characters, but just yeah. when do you ever get a film? That's Fast Eddie. But when do you get a film that's made in 61 for The Hustler mm. and then its sequel comes out in 86? Yeah. It's yeah. a lot of years. Yeah. It's a lot of years. Uh, you know what I mean? It's 25 years. That's crazy. Mm. These days, they would like, if The Hustler, as it did, did very well, they would have pumped out three or four by oh, yeah. two, three years third later. Third reboot. Yeah. Fourth director. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fifth actor. Oh, <laughs> shamed at the Oscars. Um, it's just, I love it's it. It's a great film. Yeah. Paul Newman is mm. fantastic. Paul Newman is unreal in this role. I think he was nominated for it. Yeah. Yeah. So... That, that, that's that and Tom Cruise was a Tom Cruise. fresh, cocky yeah. son of an SOB. And, and like, like how you uh, take away from some of your favourite films lines that you can use in life, mm. this allowed you to lean over a pool table, line up your shot, look away at somebody, yes. take the shot blindly. Yes, and say... I can't, I can't even remember oh, what it was. It's so hard making you look so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard making you look so bad. Do you know what's really embarrassing me about not remembering that is that I used to say it all the time. Because if it came off, it was just the best. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can walk away and twirl your stick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your cue, sorry. Uh, your number two? My number two is, um, it could even be your number one. I'm not sure. I know you love it will this be. film. If you said that, then it will be. Oh, really? Okay. Say it. That's fine. Um, well, my number two is Casino. No, it's not. Oh, oh cool. All right. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. Um, yeah I, so, I, I actually thought our number one would be the same. Right. Well, our number one's, well, it could be. Okay, yeah. that's fine. We'll do, yeah. we'll do it in a second. It'll be quite yeah, funny yeah. if it is. All right, yeah, hang on. So, yeah, Casino's my number two. Martin Scorsese again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm a Scorsese lover, but I'm not doing this on purpose. It's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, Robert De Niro, Sharon Stone, an unbelievable turn from Joe Pesci. Yeah. Look, you know, it just, after Goodfellas, Casino was a little bit of a letdown for me. Yeah, and you talked about this a couple yeah, sure. of months ago. But, yeah. I mean, look, you go back and watch it again, which I have. And it, yeah. is a, it is a great film. Uh, yeah, I just, I have other things up ahead. Sure. So, rain, we've, got, we've got some rain coming in. We've yeah. got thunder. I love it. I love it. I love it when it's like this. And this is here for number one. And I think we should do our, we should go three, two, one, and say what we've got. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Three, two, one, rain Eternal man. sunshine of the spotless mind. <laughs> Gambling? <laughs> no, it, it's Rain Man. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? We we could have had a beautiful moment Secret. there. An absolutely beautiful I moment. Help but ruin it. I could I knew that you would be Rain Man. Of course, and that's what I was thinking. Like, it would be a beautiful rock. moment yeah, here. I know. You want to, well, let's do it again. Let's let's pretend we can edit this out and go three, two, one again, and we'll have that moment. I don't want to. Yeah, go. No. Three, no, I'm that two, upset. one, <laughs> Rain Man. <laughs> anyway, Rain Man, <laughs> 1988, <laughs> Dustin Hoffman, Tom Cruise. Oh, brilliant. You know, story of, uh, of uh, a father who leaves... Um, uh, a brother who um, I don't even know what the actual what he ha- what he what he has. 
Uh, autism, isn't it? Is it autism? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's got autism and he, he gets left all the money. Mm. Whereas the other brother, played like Tom Cruise, decides to take him on a bit of a, what would you call it, an adventure? Directed <laughs> by Barry Levinson as well when he yeah. was Alive. hot to try it. Yeah. Uh, no, look, yeah, it's just an awesome film. Huh? I could definitely watch this again. I haven't seen it we for a We need to watch while. it again, yeah. yeah. Do you know the last time um, I owned this film was VHS? No way. Yeah. I haven't owned it on DVD, ever. Maybe we should sit down and do a double Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and Rain Man. <laughs> do you know what? I know you were joking there, but let's get rid of Eternal. But I would love to watch Rain Man with you. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, my God. Well, it's no, our no, number one gambling you film you can't joke about Rain Man, man. of you all can't. time. And how many times do you think we've said 52 cards on this podcast alone? <laughs> like, seriously? Probably 52 times. Uh <laughs> oh man you're coming in you know what you you've been drinking yeah, yeah, i've been yeah. having the water i'm ready for a fight yeah. i'm like come on man and this guy's sober as a fight over here you steal all your i mean he's doing that out your of nuts. spite <laughs> i don't even like nuts and now and now he can't talk so what's your uh what's your view on the um <laughs> south africa what <laughs> okay well they oh can we do some honorable mentions <laughs> yeah all right I want to go through Very mine. bad things. Very bad things. Tick, I had that too. Uh, I had Casino Royale. Yep, I haven't got that, but I know. It was there. Go. Throw one. Leaving here. Las Vegas. Leaving, Las I had Vegas, Leaving yeah. Las Vegas, yeah. Very, very tough film. Yeah. And I've been scared to watch that again because I want to. Exactly the same. But I've yeah. been a little bit like, I don't want to because I'm an know, alcoholic. Yeah, it won an Academy Award. <laughs> He well, he won the yeah, Academy yeah. Award for that performance. Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Cage, Cage. Yeah. So and Elizabeth Shue was in there as well. Yeah. And uh, it's it, it, you're right. It, it, I'm scared to go back and watch, watch it again. Yeah. But, but I remember just it was impact. It was adult for me at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a grown up film to watch. Yeah. So it did a lot for me. Uh, I had uh, The Sting with Robert Redford and yeah, Gang. cool, great film. Yeah, and great cast. Great cast. Mm-hmm. Um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, '98. Directed yes. by Terry Gilliam, yeah. Johnny Depp, Johnny Del Toro. Depp. Yeah. Uh, now here's one. Also starred Tobey Maguire. Oh really? Which yeah, you know, if you end up listening to Molly's game with us, uh, you'll um. Oh yeah. You'll hear a little bit about Mr. Maguire, and rumors that fly about. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember? Um, do you remember a movie called Twenty One? I do, uh, and I had um, uh, Kevin Spacey in it. Yeah, those that we do not speak of. Yeah. Also, uh, Jim Sturgis and Kate Bosworth. I didn't mind that as a film, actually, to be yeah. honest. He was like a professor or something who would send yeah. people out to go and... And Jim Sturgis was a, you know, could read ahead. numbers and, yeah, yeah, read cards, of course. They're all, they're all like that, aren't they? Yeah. What about... Oh, sorry, your, your turn next. No, so. um, that was it for me. I didn't go for many. I had... Uh, I've got... No, wait, wait. Three more. <laughs> I got one. No, I got two. Oh, I've got uh, Maverick. I had Maverick. That was my next one. Oh, sorry, man. Yeah, Mel Gibson. Yeah. Jodie Foster. Yeah. This movie was a great film time because I i mean, mm. you're probably too young to go see the movies, I'm guessing. Yeah, I didn't see it at the movies. No. I saw it at the movies and yeah. it was pretty big. Yeah. You know, it was a big film and it, it was great. It was on that like sort of boat that would, you know, steamboat or whatever it yeah. was that would go down. Paddle yeah. steamer. Yeah, sorry. it was good. <clears throat> that was fun. Um, you had one more? No. Uh, well, it was just actually a shout out to <laughs> all of the 60s and 70s. Because I was, you know, I was obviously went to the internet to get some inspiration, make sure I don't miss out on any films. Yeah. And there were like, like The Sting, when you mentioned things like that, there were the films Plenty. like that yeah. that, you know, I probably haven't seen. 
but I, I know of, I know that they were big films. And uh, so I just I wanted to do a general shout out to the 60s and 70s for gambling. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> my, um, my one I think we may have mentioned on the podcast once is, um, is Mississippi Grind. So this film here just came out uh, two years ago in uh, 2015. It stars Ben Mendelsohn and Ryan Reynolds, right? Okay. It's a good drama about gambling. Right? Like really good. Yeah. Above average. Well above average. Yeah. But the turn from Ben Mendelssohn in this role is the best gambling actor. Sorry. The best character with a gambling habit on, on film history. Honestly. Yeah. It's amazing. Now, he, I, he's I was, grown on me lately. Yeah. I, I wanted to put it in my top five, but the movie itself is good to quite good, right? To very good. But Ben Mendelssohn, you... It's heartbreaking what he does in this movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. I have some juicy goss on him that um, I off can't the, really say. Uh, uh, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you off. I'll after. <laughs> um, and that was, well, the only other one, there's not even a shout out. I didn't mind the comedy What Happens in Vegas with uh, Cameron Diaz and old mate. Do you remember that one? Ashton Say it again. Say it again. What happens in Vegas? Oh yeah, that that, that came across my desk. But yeah, uh, I didn't. My thought was alright. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was alright. I've yeah. seen it like three or four times, probably. So yeah. Now we've come up to a segment that uh, it's going to be very hard for me <laughs> to to play along with. Actually, one drunk guy <laughs> and a sober guy in a bucket. No, hang on, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so you you are in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, proof. <laughs> Two drunk guys. One drunk guy. And the bucket. Two drunk guys. And the bucket. Someone's decided to join me, Duda. Yeah, I'm having a beer. Yeah. <laughs> He's allowed one. He's kept it for the uh, two drunk guys in a bucket segment. A civilized beer. Mm. Um, so, for anyone who hasn't listened to this show before, Two Drunk Guys in a Bucket is a segment where people have been writing in with words they would like us to decipher into yeah, our language. Take them on a journey. <laughs> yeah, we'll go off topic, basically. Yeah. Today's word... Where are we going today? Today's word, mm. when we get it, yeah, we have to link that to other films that we have seen through our history. Yeah, our 20-plus years of video store experience. I'm going to give you this word. I'm going to give it to you. A piece of paper. Oh, yeah. This opens up a lot of doors. Are you ready? Are you ready? Uh, Yeah, I think I am, actually. I think I'll say this one in American, and I'll also give it to you in English. Can you do it in um, African as well? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not touching that. (laughs) The word is tutor. 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 The word, my friend. Is tutor. Tutor. English. And what about Australian? Tutor, mate. <laughs> tutor, bride. So, tutor. <laughs> tutor. T U T O R. So, tutor, as in teacher, instructor, uh, coach, that kind of thing, right? Mm. Exactly. Okay. Well, that mm. opens up the door. Not a period of history. <laughs> T-U-D-O-R yeah. 
So, okay, I mean, this is kind of easy a little bit. Like, but, uh, yeah, a lot of doors open for this. Yeah, floodgates. Um, Can we just go, I'm going to go with obvious ones. Sure. I'll just list a what few are you off. Yeah. Uh, dangerous Minds. Dangerous Minds. Yeah. Yes. Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. One of the best songs, Coolio, one of the best songs in the, the 90s, You're if not life. Yeah. Sits up there with Beethoven and all those yeah, things. Yeah, 100%. Oh, my God, I love, I love Gangster's Paradise. Dangerous Minds was uh, directed by someone who was up and coming at the time. Is it coming to you? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, it was... Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, right? Michelle, yeah, Michelle yeah. Pfeiffer. She was the, the lead. And, it, I mean, we've seen her in Mother since, and she was, like, just absolutely amazing in Mother. Mm. So uh, when she's in her actual heyday, which is here, she, think, she ran this film. I think what it was is it was not the director. It was actually produced by Bruckheimer. And it was one of his first kind of, it was not drama, mm. but it was one of his more kind of pulled back and grounded films. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Because he was going for, obviously, you know, the bad boys of the world and pirates and all that, so. Oh, my God. You just said Brockheimer, right? Mm. And I should have brought this in with what, what I've been watching. Oh, what have you been watching? I see, I'm, I'm a season and a half into Lucifer. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that a Brockheimer production? Yeah. No way. Yeah. Brokheimer. And do you know what the best thing about this show is? What? Because it's not, it's, not it's not the best show out there. But there is about one minute, complete minute, and that could be 10 times 10 seconds. 10 times 10 seconds? Uh, I don't know. Six story, times, man. Six times 10 seconds. Well, that doesn't add up to a minute, does it? 10 times 10 seconds. No. Yeah. Six times 10 seconds. There could be that much, but there's always a minute in a show that is the greatest you've ever seen of TV Any. or movies. Always. And that's what I look for in this show. I have to watch it. That's the so it gold. It has moments of brilliance. Is that yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, there is absolute gold in yeah. there and you just got to wait for it. Really, really good. Brockheimer. Brockheimer. Dangerous Minds. What about on that, on the teachers in that kind of, you know, film teaching? What about uh, Stand and Deliver? Oh, Blue is that Diamond uh, Sydney? Phillips? Oh, no, I was at Sydney Portier. No, no, no. He was in... Um, he was in To Serve With Love. Yes. Which is great. Is he still a teacher in that? Yes. So I've never seen that. Oh, but this, really this comes from working in a video store when you know every cover. Yeah, sure, sure. And you can picture so, it. To Serve With Love was, um, was uh, Sydney Poitier. Yeah. Lean On Me was... Um, was... Were you saying Lou Diamond Phillips? No. No, no, no. No, Stand and Deliver was Lou Diamond Phillips. Hang on. I haven't seen We're that. talking about teachers here, right? Yeah. I haven't so, seen that one. Oh, okay. Um, Stand and Deliver was Lou Diamond Phillips was um, the uh, the student, and the teacher was a guy who you'd know from Dexter. Oh, I've got the old one. Hang on, <clears throat> can't quite remember what his name is. Oh, is and it, he's in is like it, LA Law. Yeah, that yeah, he's like a Mexican. Yeah, no, no, Edward. No. Oh my God, James Olmos. Yeah. Oh, Edward James Olmos. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. It's not in LA Law. There's another guy in Dexter that's also... Oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, What was I saying there? Yeah, Lean On Me is... Um, oh, my gosh. can't believe I can't remember. Well, I've got a couple while you're doing that. You yep. ready? Yep. 187. 187, Samuel L. Jackson. 187, motherfucker! Yeah. <clears throat> have, you, have you ever seen that? Uh, yes, I think I have, yeah. I, sure I, have. I, I saw it multiple times when it came out. Yeah, it's pretty hard hitting, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Morgan Freeman was lean on me. I just had to oh, get that Oh, right, out. right, right, cool. Yeah, sorry. Um, 
187 like is the police code for murder. Yes. Yeah. 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 And uh, you know, from memory, Samuel Jackson crosses paths with like a gang member or whatnot, and I think rather than he tries to teach him a nice life lesson, but <laughs> it turns out that it sort of becomes a bit tit for tat right. and murderous. Hence the 187. Mm. It was good. It was uh, it was at a at an age when things like that were like you remember the um, Tom Berenger, yes, the substitute, yes, and what substitute? Do you remember because it's it's the opening? It's quite one a of the lot opening. of these films in the kind of that period yeah. of eighty five. Dangerous Minds was the commercial version. Yeah, yeah. So he walks into the classroom because this this is what the, the whole substitute comes down to. This moment, he walks into the classroom, starts writing his name on um, the board and some things have happened previously uh, to, the, to up to this moment which have pissed him off but someone throws a can and it's just you know they've just finished drinking it and it's just a normal can they throw it to him he, ca- he like knows it's coming turns catches it crushes it and throws it back so now it's a really hard piece of thing and hits him right in the head <laughs> and at that moment everyone even if you're a student at the time you're like, oh man, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> that guy's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we'll listen to everything you've got to say. Yeah, yeah. Because he's like, you know, ex army and all that sort of business. But again, that sort of falls into a bit of a um, gang fight killing. Yeah, because there was quite a lot of that. I mean, even um, finding Forrester, which wasn't really gang related, but it was more coaching style, I guess. But. Um, Sport. <laughs> Dead Poet Society. Oh, yeah, man. That's like number one. Isn't that? Yeah. That's for inspirational the day. teachers. Oh, if anyone hasn't seen that film, stop the podcast and go watch it now. Goodwill Hunting. Like yeah, of course. Yeah, he's yeah. a tutor. He's a life yeah, tutor, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah man, they, those are, oh, they're brilliant. They're, they're still really good today. They really are. I mean... Yeah, they're, they're, like it probably helps to actually watch it a couple of times, to be honest. So if you're watching Dead Poets Society for the first time today, I think the second time is where you'll really find the, the gold in that film. Yeah, right. You know, and same with uh, Goodwill Hunting. Um, what about Mr. Holland's Opus? We've mentioned it before oh, in yeah. the podcast. But I still haven't watched it. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't do it. That's an absolute weepy. Yeah, I, I think I need to now. When I say weepy, I mean weepy as in very similar to Dead Poets Society, like inspirational yeah. weepy. Yeah. Like you, you can't help but have a tear in your eye at the end of it. Do you know yeah. the only reason I'll watch it now is because I actually miss Richard Dreyfuss, but I didn't like right. him back then. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to watch it. You should right. watch it, man. You Where's really should. That should be uh, – I'm, I'm due for a watch too, actually. So maybe we could do Rain Man and I'm not Mr. Gonna Holland's Opus. I'm not going to watch Mr. Holland's Opus with you. <laughs> oh. Okay. Sorry, man. Well, if yeah. it's a weepy, I want to watch it myself. I want to get okay. into my own mood. Oh, and, right, yeah, yeah. I get that. Dark things happen when I get into those. You don't want to be there. Can I shift from um, conventional teachers for a sec? Uh, that was going to be my next thing, actually, yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Go well, ahead. Just that conventional teachers drama, crime drama, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, School of Rock. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, that's teaching. Yeah, that's yeah, great. yeah. But yeah, not yeah. conventional drama stuff. So yeah. now we're into comedy, kind of family, kids. How good was Jack Black in that film? Mm. I actually thought that was his opus. <laughs> Funny you should say that. I thought that that was his film. That he'd go back in history and go, this is my... And it kind of is, right? It was and made we'll re- for him, that film. Yeah. Obviously. We'll remember him for that. But his turn in Jumanji was so good. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait for Jumanji 2 to hey, see what he does Hey, that Metropic Thunder as well. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but he's... He's got four films. There's so many good things happening in Tropic Thunder, like with all the characters. Sure. It's not, it's not him. I guess you could uh, say the same for Jumanji, but... I, yeah, he could have... The bad thing about Tropic Thunder is you could have fallen way down because everyone was so good. Yeah. But yeah, true. his turns as that addict... <laughs> like, brilliant. Oh, yeah, I remember that one scene. <laughs> He'll do that anything for drugs. The tree when yeah, he's yeah, yeah. tied to the tree. So, he's cradling the balls. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. It's like we're in Transylvania here. I know. In, in Studio really One, there's like thunder and rain. Yeah. And we've got go. the window open today because it was bloody like 38 degrees throughout the day. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm you know. It's hot and just, steamy. And usually, wet. we sit here and sweat. <laughs> just like, we can't have any extra noise. But today it was too hot and yeah. uh, now it's beautiful. Sorry, guys. You've got to put up with the ambience. <laughs> uh, and, and how about Tom Cruise in Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah. Like, you don't and even know I had it's no him. idea. Yeah, yeah, how good. I think until you texted me after. Well, maybe, maybe we saw it together and you, mm. uh, you went, did you know who that was? No. Yeah. Um, then, well, if you're going along that sort of stuff, I was going to mention an Australian film, actually. Oh, yeah, sure. Go Heartbreak ahead. Kid. Oh, yeah. Alex Dimitriades and Claire, Claudia Carvin. Carvin, yeah. Because I really like her and she hasn't really kicked on as no. much as, say, uh, Tony Collette has. Yes. Like she did, she did a lot of Australian TV yeah. after that. Yeah. But not, yeah, not like an export like Tony Collette. Didn't quite or, get there. Yeah. Kind of like a Kerry Armstrong. And, and for yeah. people overseas, uh, Kerry Armstrong is basically a Nicole Kidman who yeah. hasn't. Lantana. Who hasn't, yeah, quite, yeah. And, and, um, has famously beat out Nicole Kidman um, mm. uh, for like an Australian Academy Award, basically, that the yes. AFIs or whatever they call them, uh, for Lantana. Yeah. Uh, there's a bit of animosity there, I believe. Yeah, from, well, from she's currently read. on the um, yeah, Celebrity Get Me Out of Here, and she actually talked about that. Yeah, I think that's where I read it. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, you can I, can I bring up one? Yeah, of course. Um, this is a free for all, you can do whatever you yeah, want. Right. One of my favourite films of all time, honestly. Like, greatest montages. It's as 80s as you'll ever get. <laughs> it's cheesy, but I love it. Yeah. I can watch it over and over and over again. It's The Karate Kid. Miyagi-san. Mr. Miyagi, yeah, Daniel-san. Yeah, let, let, yeah, not Jackie Chan era, but we're talking about no, actual we're talking, Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, yeah. Like, he doesn't even have a name anymore. He's just Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you saw him in another film... You'd be like, oh, my God, there's this Miyagi. Yes. Yeah, you would never say um, Pat Morita or whatever he is. No, no, no. Was it Pat Morita? He, yeah, yeah, Pat Morita. Yeah. He did do a load of other um, uh, films. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But he was always Mr. Miyagi. And, he meant um, so much to everyone going Ralph through Machio. that stage. Machio. Machio. Machio? Machio? I don't know. Machio? Yeah. Does it matter? I don't think he did another he film. He still looks 16. <laughs> he's yeah. like 50. It's 50 or something. Every time they talk about the reboot, he's there, you know, going to fight against the same guy that he did or something. And yeah. it's like, no, you're too old, mate. Get past it. You don't get a better, <laughs> you don't get a better teacher or um, instructor than Mr. Miyagi, right? Oh, wax yeah. on, wax off, paint the fence. Yeah, because he, he, he doesn't teach. Uh, Catch in the a, fly. Yeah, in a linear way. He, no. he's, he's about like other lessons that will teach you what yes, you need. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and that, that's great. I love that. Yeah. love that. What about, if we're going to go into that sort of stuff, what about um, Star Wars? Oh. You got a, a couple that I can think of is like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, okay. Yeah, and nice. Yoda. 
Yoda takes Yoda. Luke under his thing. I mean, there's a whole scene based on on that. Yes. Really weird, awkward scene with a, you know, Muppet strapped to <laughs> Luke's back. Yeah, that was Empire, right? Yeah. yeah part, of, part of Return of the Jedi, Return, but mostly yeah. Empire Strikes Empire, Back, yeah. yeah. So you got the, that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and then obviously Obi-Wan Kenobi, and you can look at all the films yeah. that he's in, whether he takes Anakin Skywalker under or Luke Skywalker. Yes. So there's, yeah, t- there's some big ones there. Yeah, nice. Um, where else? Oh, um, what about uh, what's his name in um, Kill Bill Volume Two? Pei Mei. Remember Pei Mei, who teaches uh, Uma Beatrice. Oh, this is. Yeah. Oh, you know what name is completely. Oh, he's he's yeah. the Asian wise master, grandmaster yeah, yeah, with yeah, the no, long beard. Comes to me and, now, long beard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was very like all the shots were very Over, uh, traditional. Yeah, yes. Uh, quick, dramatic, and quick, and, and yeah, like that, sweeping yeah. sound effects yeah, yeah, yeah. and unreal. No, that was great. Yeah, and then she ends up poisoning God, I him, about that. poisoning him with the uh, with a fish, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta watch those films again. Oh man, you gotta do it. After I watch this. Twitter thing you told me about before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the thing about the Kill Bills, you know what I think about Kill Bills. Every time I watch it, no matter how far we go down the track, because we're now starting to get into the 10-year mark yeah. and for Volume 2 and, and 12, 13 for Volume 1, um, that they, um, they still look amazing. They still look really great and really, you know, picturesque and colourful and I don't know, I just love them. Yeah. Have you got anything else on there? I'm just trying to rack my brains for it. Yeah, we've gone through a load. What about um, what about what about this one? Oh, um, Emilio Estevez. I'm going into coaching here a little bit. Oh, but champions. The Mighty you know, Ducks. I wasn't allowed sporting films. Oh, fuck. And now yes. here we are. Heading off off topic. All right. How about this one? What about uh, shootering, but like the bad style, like anti shooter? Do you remember all the in the like um, late nineties, maybe early two thousands, maybe two thousands? There was all those comedies, those teen comedies with where, where all the teachers were really bad. Do you remember that? Like all the like, kids were like were made sense, and all the teachers were just like Fruit Loops, like. Um, high School High? No. Do you remember that? No. John like, Lovitz? <laughs> I think there was like, I don't know, a, a Clueless in there or you know, even going back to Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Cool. Yeah, no, you you could know. have him as a tutor yeah. for, um, oh, whatever his best friend's name is. Can't think of his name now. Cameron. Cameron, thank you. Yeah. There's a reach back. What about um, <gasps> economics teacher in no. Bueller? <laughs> Don't you forget oh, breakfast about club. me? Breakfast club. Oh, how do yeah. we? How would you not go to that straight away? Oh, that yeah, that was uh, Richard Vernon in Breakfast Club. Do yeah. you know? I watched that at least once a year. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I watched that more than most eighties films. There's, there's that Stand by Me, Lost Boys, and my three go tos. We and Weekend at Bernie's. No. What was that dialogue um, between the teacher and Judd Nelson, who plays the uh, the bad student? Remember when they're just going back at each other to um, to and fro and to to and fro? Oh my gosh! Which film are we on again? A Breakfast Club. Oh, do you want to come back here next Saturday? Yeah, we'll say it again. Okay, 
That's two sad days. Right. It's three. <laughs> no, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> that was probably nothing like it. <laughs> but it was unreal. That was how you treated me before when I did my Samuel Jackson impression. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that was good. That was good. It was a good uh, reach back to, to that moment. What about that um, teenage sort of horror thing, the faculty? Yeah, the faculty. That was good. Yeah, I didn't mind that. That was Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, because I remember he was he was asked to do that film as part of a, you do this film Deal. and we'll scratch your back, basically. Yeah, yeah. We'll let you make Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, that was great. I, I really enjoyed it, though. Uh, so, yeah, they were the bad teachers. That's what I'm talking about. What about um, uh, Mrs. Tingle? Oh, yeah, Mrs. In Tingle. teaching Mrs. Tingle. Yeah, yeah. Um, is that Nev Campbell? No. No, that was... Um, Tom Cruise's Katie Holmes Katie Holmes Right X Yeah uh, What about uh, Well what about this one I'll give you one name See if you can get it Detective John Kimball Oh Kindergarten <laughs> Cop, Cop yeah. Yes He's not a tumor. It's funny what sticks with you uh, I know right? was, Yeah I can't remember some character names And then yeah Any Schwarzenegger thing Horrible teacher <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't his fault <laughs> the kids were terrible. <laughs> um, well, there's a recent one actually with teachers. Oh um, yeah, fist fight. Oh yeah, yeah ice yeah. cube and that whiny little guy. <laughs> Charlie Day. Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, him. The yes. Guy. <laughs> that was all right. That was that was a bit of fun. And bad teacher. That's a little older, but bad teacher. Cameron Diaz. Oh yeah, yeah. Remember that. I, yeah, I didn't mind that. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got a thing for Cameron Diaz, so it was just yeah. fine. Yeah. Hey, uh, again, I'll just mention Night and Day because you mentioned Cameron Diaz, <laughs> and anytime I can mention Night and Day, please go and watch Night and Day. <laughs> One of my favorite films of all time. Yeah. <laughs> what about? Um, do you remember this one, uh, Mister Strickland in Back to the Future? Is that uh, with the bald head? Yeah, and he's he's. Tapping um, Marty in the in the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him a lot because he was also a teacher. You're a slacker. In You're a slacker, McFly. Masters of the Universe. Oh, what? He's in that. Yeah, and oh, don't get me started on Masters of the Universe. Oh, like, no, I won't. Out of all the <laughs> storylines that you could pick from He-Man, why pick one that doesn't exist and put them in a real world? <laughs> Like, it's just insane. Yeah, right. Absolutely insane. And they destroyed any chance that franchise had of making an actual film. They've been trying to get it off the ground for a while now, in the last five years. Mm. Um, I think they might, but... Sure. It's just difficult because, I mean, it's, it, it started out as a toy line. Yeah. A toy line with a storyline. Mm. So the only way they're going to get interested in it again is if, the I, I believe, those toys make a comeback or, you know, because they, they made the cartoon for the toys. By the power of Grayscale? Yeah. Is, is that what it was? By the power of Grayscale. I have the power. Yeah. With his cute little pink top. Uh, <laughs> um. <laughs> I loved I loved that. like it just it really was um homoerotic that whole thing. I didn't yeah, know yeah. that at the time. Yeah. But now when you watch it. 
when I raise across my trusty sword <laughs> and say, I Woo! have the power. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway. Kylie Minogue in the background song. And then his pussycat turns into <laughs> a beastly animal. I was trying to think, you know, the, the movies <laughs> where the teachers are really weird and the parents and that. I think that was like 10 Things I Had About You, Easy A, maybe Clueless. <gasps> Remember they were all, all the, all the students were pretty straight and pretty sensible. Or she's all that maybe even. And all the yeah, parents and teachers were off the, like they were yeah. wacky and she's so all really that. weird fantastic. shit. Yeah, I love that film. What about Emile Hirsch? Mm. Is it The Girl Next Door? Oh, yeah. Now, when that came out for a couple of years, I was oh, obsessed yeah. with that movie. Yeah, because it had uh, the girl from 24, right? She was probably the least thing that I was obsessed mm. about. It was more about um, uh, Emil Hirsch, who, you know, he's just a, a nice little fave. Um, and uh, the the bad guy in it, is it Timmy, Timothy Oliphant or is it the other guy? Oh, yeah. I get it mixed up yeah, all the time. Tim, Timothy, Timothy Oliphant, yeah. Yeah. Because and, he, um, he's injustified and things like that. Mm, and uh, Alicia Cuthbert. Yeah. Because he was a I, I tough that guy film. that was also kind of touchy-feely, but, mm. you know, he didn't, he didn't give away much. He was basically a tough guy. I'll probably watch that again. Hang on, what, what's the connection with that? Oh, you was talking about that sort of like... Oh. Those types of films. <clears throat> right. And it's in a school. Okay. There are tutors there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and the bad guy, Timothy Oliphant, no doubt taught... Emil Hirsch, some life lessons when he beat the shit out of him. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. I got one more for you. What do you got? It's coming. Um, otherwise, we'll be in trouble. What about the small film? Um, what about the character Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix? I guess there are. Well, I think we just got Harry Potter's, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh, my God. Shooters. They're all tutors. Yeah, no, no. Sorry, and... I was back on the bad, like the the evil tutors, if you will. You know? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Anyone who took potion, uh, sorry, the um, defense against the dark arts. Mm. Anyone who took that class, bad. <laughs> Except for spoilers, Snape. <laughs> who you think's bad? Crazy. <laughs> Is he really? Oh my god, that's amazing! That was um, we just I don't Trip think tripped down memory lane there. We just rattled off. <laughs> I, I actually want to go home and watch ten of the fifty-eight films that we mentioned. <laughs> I know. God. Well, I've got enough here, uh, so I'm going to go home this week and uh, well, home. I'm at home. I'm going to walk out of my studio and watch um, X Machina. Yes, please watch that. Uh, American Horror Story. Oh, you've tempted okay. me enough because I haven't got much to watch at the moment, so I might get into it. Watch the first one. Yeah, I'll give it a go. Yeah, it'll it'll fuck you up. Good, good. <laughs> I, want, I need I need something to reset me, man. Oh, man. Um, Cell Block ninety nine, almost got there. Yep. Just didn't quite. Uh, Manhunt. I'm gonna pop that down. Oh, please watch that. Yeah, and, I think you'll uh, like that. Mr. Holland's Opus. If I can get, if oh, I can wow. get my hands okay. on it. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do that in the next week. Okay. Um, I'll watch Kill Bill one and two again because I always do. No. <laughs> That's your weekly wake up. <laughs> no, it's not weekly. I wish if I had the time, I probably would, but no, I'm not. Um, do you remember um, a movie called Class? Just come to me. No. Man. no. <clears throat> this is a movie with uh, Rob Lowe and um, the biggest guy, uh, Andrew McCarthy, I think his name is. Is that it? Oh, he was, yeah, he was definitely <laughs> uh, big during. Mm, the late and Jacqueline Bissett. And what it is, is. Um, 
uh, Rob Lowe and Andrew McCarthy uh, students, and Jacqueline Bassett. This is teacher. where hey, Mr. Robinson was. Kind of, yeah. And it was, it? well, the, Mr. Um, uh, the Graduate was, well, The Graduate, yeah, that's yeah. The... Oh, we didn't mention that. Mm. That's a good one. Yeah. So down this line of, you know, a bit kind of erotic, yeah. she ends up having an affair with like kind of, not a threesome, but just having a triangle, basically. Oh, right. What is it? Half triangle. There's one with Kate Blanchett in the UK where she sleeps with a student. I don't even know what it's called because I watched it and walked out going, oh, it's, oh why, did yeah. I, why did I, I watch that? I know that one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So if you're interested in you're a Kate Blanchett fan, haven't seen her sleep with a student, yeah. uh, Jump on that one. Sorry, Kate. I love everything else that you do. <laughs> <laughs> I love everything else you do. Um, but that's what I'm going to do for the rest of the week. Otherwise, I'm just going to sit around thinking about this for the rest of the week, like doing this episode next week. I miss this. You know, I miss doing this all the time. It's good. <laughs> I love it. Hey, well, uh, next week, well, next week's episode 15. It is. The big one five. <laughs> the can big you, one five. Can you believe that we've actually put out about thirty episodes? Yeah, uh, a or special specials, things like that. Things going yeah. on. Yeah, but it's nice to have these episodes. I, I really enjoy these. They're so much fun. And we're actually uh, approaching uh, two thousand downloads. So thank you for everyone out yeah. there listening with your ears. And make sure you go on and you know like and subscribe and rate on iTunes or yeah. SoundCloud. Thanks. Yeah. yeah, do that wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs> and if we're not on there. You're not listening to us because you haven't found out about us yet. <laughs> That's another episode of Off Topic with the Movie Guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming in today, Jay. <laughs> Good night, everyone. I love you all. Fudgy. Fudgy Australia. Fudgy is Australia's number one gourmet chocolate dipped strawberries and fudge company. Who doesn't love chocolate dipped strawberries? Everybody does, Jason. That's why they are on our show. Fudgy specializes in gift box delivery, corporate solutions, events, weddings, and wholesale gourmet fudge and chocolate dipped strawberries. Very cool. It is very cool. It's also very dry. Huh? They use dry ice to get uh, that. How they get it from the manufacturing establishment to the customer's home. Exactly. Without the chocolate melting. Isn't that crazy? It's unbelievable. They have mastered that technique. They've, they've figured it out. They have. Yeah. And it all arrives in Fudgy's beautiful signature gift packaging. Beautiful. Perfect for gifts, right? Perfect for gifts. Yeah. Their Moe and T2 gift hampers are also among their best-selling range this year. Hang on. So they deliver alcohol and tea? Alcohol and tea. Can you imagine those nights when you're sitting around thinking, wow, I need some alcohol? Oh, every night. <laughs> every night. <laughs> and you're like, you know what? Someone just sent me Fudgy's latest signature package, and it has Moe in it. With some fudge. Some people call it Moe. Do you know that? It's Moe for me. Is it? Moet? So you could actually use Fudgy Australia when you're really in trouble with your partner. You could do that. Yeah, this is brilliant. The most popular flavour Australia-wide is... Strawberry. Chocolate mints. No. Yes. That's my favourite. I know, it's my favourite. That, that's so weird. I would never have picked chocolate mint, but then both of us love that the most anyway. I know. So it completely makes sense. What, what did you think my favourite was? Banana. Ugh. <laughs> Chocolate mints, Australia's wow, most popular flavour. I've learned something. <laughs> something smells a little fudgy. Suss them out at www. 
fudgy.com.au. That's www.fudgey.com.au. And if you mention Off Topic, you will receive $10 off your next order. Oh, as in us? Us. Yeah. Mention this show, baby. Cool, cool, cool. And you're going to get $10 off. Make it rain. Exactly. Keep those $10, send it to us. We need the money. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't forget, they ship nationwide. Yeah. All around Australia. And what are you going to be doing for your wife this Valentine's Day, Jason? Well, I think I'm going straight to www.fudgy.com.au. Like- Can you send my wife some as well? <laughs> so, hang on. This, this is awesome, man. This is like a breakthrough. You have chocolate-dipped strawberries, fudge, assortments all over the place, and uh, moe, or tea, specialised tea, sent to your doorstep in beautiful packaging. You can. As like a hamper. That's right. I mean... And all it takes is a few clicks. And that is exactly why they are our sponsors, because it's amazing. That's right. You mentioned off-topic, it's even more amazing, because you will get $10 Ten off. Ten bucks. Ten dollars. Ten bucks. Their exciting Valentine's Day range will be available to view online this week. 